The Driving While Awesome podcast is recorded live to SD card at the Beeline Motor Club in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I? And where are you? Can you imagine like his head <laughs> I being can't. inside his little no. head? Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But what about the people that put their fingers over the license? Keichi <laughs> Tuchia. <laughs> Those cars have such a cute little face. You know, it's like a little, like a little salamander or something. You know, I'm riding dirty right now. Fight those traffic tickets with off the record. Snap a photo of your ticket. Answer a few questions and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I am Lane. And I'm Nick. Nick is in for art. We have a a funny story. Is it a funny story or just a story? You know, let's let them be the judge of it. The listeners, they're smart enough to figure it out. Uh, We are coming to you live from Beeline West. Beeline Motor Club. Beeline Garage. Beeline Motor Club, West Side Santa Cruz. It's a garage that's also a club. Very exclusive. Um, And And also you could just call it Beeline. Nick's not only a member, he's also the president. Oh, that's right. And the founder as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have a nice head of hair, too, so you don't even need to have, like, hair club for men or mm-hmm. men's warehouse or any of that stuff. Yeah. I think warehouse. the criteria for membership currently is you have to uh, be a member of the Driving Well Awesome podcast yep. uh, or a personal friend of Lane Skelton, uh-huh. or you have to own a local coffee shop. I oh. just remembered we yeah. were supposed to give Nick, like, a Monster Energy drink before podcasting because of this. Oh, yeah, because I'm too mellow. Uh, yeah. i got to punch Anyways, it up a little bit. It's hey. uh, nice to see you guys. We're here now. And, uh, <laughs> it's been a long day of forklift operating. I know it has been. It has been. Uh, yeah, we should explain why we're at Beeline because uh, we're refugees now. Refugees? No, yeah, this is our home. We found been, a home. You've been cast aside. I know, but we're not. It just doesn't feel permanent yet. This is—is is this our forever home? Is this going to be? It might be. I know. So we are no longer at the Wrigley Building. Dun dun dun. It's the end of an era. We didn't really. We think. had a we had a big old brawl, <laughs> and we basically fought everyone there. Well, but we, you guys we took a number had, of motorcycles. We yep. first had a blowout party. We kicked in the doors and glass and everything. Yep. Um, we Swung re- from the chandeliers. We didn't really realize that last time we recorded there, which was last episode, it would be our last time recording mm-hmm. there. So we didn't make a big deal out of it. But um, we have moved to Greener Pastures, which is only two blocks away, uh, still in the same general area. And for those concerned, we will still be having morning motors at the Wrigley Building. Wrigley Building. Yeah. So anyways. Um, we left on good terms. We left on very <laughs> good terms. Um, and this is going to be a better situation for us because right now we are in a warehouse looking at our very cars, which yes. is a cool situation. Some of our own cars. We're not just in some uh, small little office in a huge warehouse. So It does feel good being like more in an open area. It does, yeah. Absolutely. So it's not too that. echoey. We're, we're going to work on that a little bit. But uh, start of a new era. You might hear some crows in the background. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> might. Just there started, are some clerks. They just crows. started going crazy. It's a little yeah, bit be, like a Hitchcock movie. They're like, oh, these fuckers are recording a podcast. Let's get, <laughs> let's get, let's get in there, dude. Yeah. I've always wanted to be on a podcast. <laughs> we might be able to catch some uh, plant thieves, too. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that. I know. 
Gotta People watch out for that black car. Stealing potted plants in the middle of the day. Near. If you Eli see something, say car. something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Speak up. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. So Warren and I basically cleared out our podcast studio today. Schlepped all the stuff. Moved everything over here. Borrowed um, the range energy Ford F two fifty. Did three loads. Got all of our stuff over here. Three loads, it wasn't yeah. Wasn't too bad. No freight elevator and some big rolling dollies. It's mm-hmm. uh, made it pretty easy, and we have the, a bunch of crap that we need to probably go through and figure the, out what's the what. The boys at the Wrigley Building helped us out a lot. Yep, we have a lot so, of cool nice. stuff that's been uh, given to us over the years from listeners and yeah, uh, I think OEMs. I saw like a PT Cruiser uh, press <laughs> release book you know in what? there. Don't mention that. I'm just saying that's not what we want to talk about. I have a yeah, that was a gift from an auto kennel. Yeah, auto kennel, but it, isn't it written by John J. Lamb? Oh, I don't the know. The book was, right? We, oh, it's like a it's not even like a press thing. It's like a book on the PC. It's Cruiser? written by him? The book was, right? Well, I know he had the magazine going, but I'm gonna have to take this I thing don't out. Know, dude. But we also have the calendar that Auto Kennel made for us. The PT right. Cal- that for the sure PT was calendar. Horrible. Warren gets really offended by it. I, I think it's like all it good, all. dude. Oh yeah, by by John, by yeah, John Lamb, Matt De Lorenzo, who is a writer there as well, and John Lamb. Yep. God, what an asshole! Our very own. <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> um, we should. Um, it's not hardback, but it's still quite nice. We should pull like quotes from that. If the it, or is it just straight up like like facts? No, I mean it's it's. <laughs> I, Ooh, I this, cannot believe that this book exists. This is ripe for trivia time. I would love to pull some Horrible. quotes and like next time we have Jay on, just like pull out some quotes for him. So you said. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to the real important stuff that you've done in your career. First of all, um, John Lamb, two, year 2000, mm-hmm. all rights reserved. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, I don't know. It hasn't aged badly. It's kind of a handsome. You better be talking about the book, not the car. <laughs> Awful. All right. Well, let's get let's get. Well, yeah, you guys are here now, and I, I hope to retain you for some amount of time. I hope so. Here mm-hmm. in the space, let's make sure we um, are you know keeping our beer fridge stocked. Our beer, yeah, we got to make sure we're <laughs> worth our weight here, pulling our weight. Yeah, pulling our weight in gold. Yeah, and letting our wings fly and all those things. Yeah, yeah. Hitting, Sky's the limit. And reaching, it's a, reaching new heights. Tumbleweed rolls down the hill. It gets bigger. That's right. And, you know, rolling stones, gather no moss. Yeah. All right. Um, on to questions. Bobby Reed with the cars asks, is there a feature on a car that you've never had that you would like to have one day? For example, a gated shifter, ceramic brakes, or a V12? Oh, wow. His, his are way... Mine is massagers in the seats. Those mm. are never good. Why would you want that? What if they're awesome? <laughs> well, what if, they, what if pigs fly? What if they make good ones? They don't. I've tried them all. They're you never, haven't tried them all. I mean, I've tried S-Class to whatever. but What they, you don't know is Warren actually goes to luxury dealers and just tests massage seats on the weekends. Why do you think I go to the San Francisco Auto Show? I'll, okay, actually, we just had a Cadillac with massagers in the seats, and I couldn't understand how to use them or anything, and they well, kind of That's because you're stupid. Got a refer- <laughs> you got to reference the manual. <laughs> you're dumber than a Cadillac owner. By the way, the infotainment in this F-250 outside, not good. Not I, was good. Trying, I couldn't even figure out how to use I my I think it's like... Hook up my phone. Ford, uh, the sink or whatever. Something like that. You know what I enjoy? Now manufacturers have decided to bury the uh, owner's manual for the car in the infotainment system. Oh, yeah. So there's like seven sub menus you click through, and then you get to scroll through in some really annoying way. Hey, 
Uh, we were just visited by our neighbor, Clark, from Round Cat Racing. Yeah, and this Hello, was something Clark. that never could have happened at the Wrigley Building. No neighbors <laughs> no, popping in. That's true. We had neighbors, Clark, but they didn't Clark like us. Round Cat we were like the by. weird oddity that would come by once a, once a week, and no one ever really knew what we were doing. Yeah. Judged. Um, Constantly judged. I've never owned a car with air-conditioned seats. I've driven them yeah. many times. I was thinking AC seats would be nice, ventilated seats. Yeah. I thought um, your oh wait, my Mercedes car has, has them. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I've they been in your Mercedes. They don't really work. My E55 seats are... F-250 is cold, immediately AC yeah. on your yeah. back. I can feel it. My nice. wife's um, Telluride. Insane. See? Okay, so I want effective AC seats. That's yeah. one thing. Um, my E-55 about, has like... Uh, my Pulsar has the them. They're good. Bladders that are inflated by air in the seats, and then they leak, so it's kind of like... It's a little bit like AC. Oh, cool. For cool. 30 seconds until the pump nice. shuts off. Uh, what about more performance-oriented options, like the V12 ceramic brakes, gated well, shifter? He actually referenced two that I would... Like a V12 is on my list... Yeah, me too. Uh, and uh, a gator shifter's on my list. I, you miss me with the ceramic brakes. Simply because I want cars that happen to have gator shifters, not because I'm seeking out a gator shifter specifically, but there's a host of cars that I would that I desire yeah, that I, have gator shifters. I, uh, yeah, I kind of like desire an RA V8 first gen yeah. with a gated shifter. Yeah, yeah. Um, or some kind of Ferrari would be cool. But ceramic brakes? Who cares? I don't They're just really like care. costly to replace and... But they last yeah. so long. They right? last a long time. That's yeah. True. Yeah. But they're really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Steel is real, man. What about Active Aero? Mm. Does that do anything for you? Mm. No. Mm. It's kind of a little party trick. That's, that's cool. Kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, my 996 has Active Aero, in the sense oh. that the spoiler in the yeah. rear goes up above yeah, 65 yeah, yeah. miles an hour, as does, frankly, a Volkswagen Corotta. Frankly. Frankly. It's not. It's not <laughs> anything new. We've been right. doing this a while. No, I know, but I've just never owned a car. Uh, I've never had that. I've option. owned a car with it. Yeah, you're nine nine six. Mitsubishi three thousand GT had the whole the front end too. The oh, front dude, would go I, down. And I have a confession to make. I favorited on Craigslist a three thousand GT VR four turbo today. Oh my god! Up. First you know gen. Not oh. that I was gonna go do anything about it, but I maybe wanted to look at that ad again and think. Only one. You know what's crazy? Time. The other day I was on Cars and Bids. Pretty and cheap. I, there's a Via Cross, and I'm like, oh god, I want one of those still. And then all of a sudden, Paul posts yeah, about Paul it. Yeah, Paul Well, I I was uh, v, I did a Via Cross fanboy segment on a recent podcast. Yeah, I love those. Uh, I like them. I like them a lot. SV Expert asks, what is your favorite type of sandwich? Bread, meat, cheese, and extras. I think we've been asked this multiple times. Have we? Yes. Oh. I can just tell you a sandwich go-to yeah. here in town. I don't necessarily think I would order it everywhere, Ooh. but Garden Deli, which is Garden the best deli. best deli in town. Uh, Shout out. Hot pastrami, smoked cheddar, all the produce on a an onion roll. That combination is hard to beat. How is the to that. pastrami at Garden Deli? It's, it's really good. good. They ship it in from... Is it as good as Togo's? Legit pastrami <laughs> location. Uh, Togo's pastrami is like bad. really fucking really? good, bad. dude. Huh. I think everything else is elevated, so it, it's better than Togo's okay. experience. I got to say, I've had a variety of sandwiches at Garden Deli. Uh, that was a, a place Warren put me onto when I came into town, and uh, nothing is disappointed. It's, it's pretty all, solid. It's all quite it's not good. Like yeah. insane, but it's no, very it's a solid. Good, it's a good deli sandwich. Yeah, I like the Reuben over there. Oh yeah, I'm a big Reuben guy. So if I had, if you put a gun to my head and said, "What's your favorite?" Sandwich? I would never do that. Oh, but Reuben, you're good Reuben. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Marble, so Marble Rye. If you, if I'm it's just going to most sandwich places, I'm doing a turkey bacon avocado mm. with pepper jack cheese, 
on Dutch Crunch. I think yeah. you call that a Cali club. It's a very Cali, yeah. Cali sandwich. Yeah. And then I love the Dutch Crunch, dude. Are you getting One, any sprouts on that? No sprouts. No sprouts? But I do I love I like Eric's. Sprouts. I like sprouts at Eric's Deli. I do, too. I like some sprouts. They pile it on, though, man. Yeah. They, they're I'm like, down with, like, an Ario Speedwagon or something. Eric's is Eric's hits the spot sometimes. I've been to Eric's. Oh, Eric's is good. It's good. Isn't there That's an Eric's, like, across the street from right, Garden Deli? Right across from they're Garden like Deli. dueling with each other? Yeah. And my yeah. friend owns it. So right. go there, support it. I'll, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. That's who I bought. Greg Newman owns it. Oh, that's who I bought my... My BMW E12 from is Eric of Eric's Deli. Yeah, Greg Newman bought that one right there. So, and he was my old neighbor, and I used to babysit him when he was a little kid. Whoa. So, dude, how old are you? Full circle. Really old. Okay. Yeah. Alex Stadel's uh, asking, looking at options for the shop at our new place. Two post lift versus four post lift. Oh, are we uh, highly, just high, highly, what, highly topical? What you just did. Uh, highly just, topical. I just spent a majority of my day waiting for a truck to arrive and then a smaller part of my day uh, sketchily unloading. <laughs> Sketchy th- is right. Three, four post lifts off the back of a semi. And There's a big old nick in the concrete right there that I can attest to it being small, sketchy. It's a small nick. Um, and, a, and a scissor lift. So I think. You know, it really is dependent on your use of intended use for the shop and then your available square footage because a four post is going to take up more space. Obviously, you can store the same amount of cars with both. You can put a car under a car on a two post lift quite safely. Um, But the four post lift is nice for storage. And I opted in this particular 2,500 square foot shop where I will be operating as a lone mechanic for the foreseeable future. uh, I opted to put in uh, three storage lifts so that my friends and Lane's friends can store cars. Yeah, all of Lane's friends. And and, uh, and one two-post service lift for me to do uh, work on. And then I also slid a mid-rise scissor lift into the mix. And if I was doing a shop from scratch uh, and, and pouring a slab and doing all that, what I would do actually is recess a couple full-height scissor lifts into the floor because that's your max flexible solution, right? Two posts are great, but they're bulky. Um, and, uh, uh, it's nice to have a two post. I wouldn't, I wouldn't opt to just have scissors, No, no. but, um, a couple scissor lifts can kind of fit anywhere if they're flush mounted. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I think a two post is nice. Yeah. Like like cost, it's your best like all around. Yeah. And from a cost perspective, like in order to get a four post set up with a rolling jack, that's going to allow you to lift the car and service, you know, corners, take wheels off and so forth. You're going to spend quite a bit more to get that four post lift set up to do what you can on it. And the footprint for that take, it takes up more space. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. All that stuff. yeah. And there's a lot of like, if you have low overhead height, there's a lot of solutions now. Like, uh, you go with a base plate style two post lift with short, short, uh, towers. Yep. At my um my dad's house when I was in high school, he had a shop with a one post lift coming out of the floor. Oh yeah, those yeah, the old, old school mono ram, post, like yeah. mono post. I really like the pretty rad. Yeah, but you really, I don't think you can install them anymore. They're illegal here. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it was awesome because you could yeah. fully hide the thing. It's sweet. Yeah, I like them a lot. Even the even the dual the dual ram ones are nice. Mm-hmm. A number of dealers I worked in in the past had those things. Yeah, so. we had the in ground two post hydraulic lift with, yeah. uh, you know, really flexible for what kind of cars you could put on yeah. it. The only problem was it was a little bit narrow, like a wide truck or something would go over the top yeah. of the posts, and then you'd have to really. It was hard to rack those. Uh, yeah. Wait, what kind of? What, how many like, was it? Two posts. No, it was a old, uh, you know, the old. Oh. Uh, Canepa shop and gotcha. uh, it was yeah 
from a long time ago. They don't allow those anymore. In and we ground. had, I think, like 35 uh, in-ground lifts at a BMW dealer I worked at. It was very large and high volume. And those were great, but they had a ramp you had to drive over. And sometimes with lowered yeah. cars, you, you yeah, to our two finagling. Posts, our yep. two-post at range has a little ramp in the middle. Yeah. You have to drive oh, over. Oh, because it doesn't have the cross brace. It's yeah, exactly. Base plate style. Because yeah. it's made for like open top for like a big tall trailer tall truck. Yeah, 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 which is great. Yeah. But, and you can drive over with almost anything. That's what I was recommending. We've got a, a, a van conversion company next door that does like sprinter camper vans. And that's what I was, we were talking about lifts. I said, get a base plate style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's, I think ours is 12,000 pounds. Um, yeah. It's pretty, pretty nice. good. Should be able to lift all these Land Rover. Oh, you know what's a good call? Uh, our Connor Wells, who named Driving Wall Awesome, um, his dad, Dave, in his garage, he has a basically a cutout floor a pit a oh, pit, yeah, dude, pit, pit lift which yeah. is awesome and then he just has a piece of plywood that goes over it so it's like super yeah you know, and if you like need to take garage. wheels off you can just and use then if, a jack yeah, exactly and then if you want to do anything under the car you just he just goes out his back door definitely nice under. for like lowered stuff if you want to just get into the car real quick and, yep. yeah yeah but that's yeah. dedication on oil the, changes yeah yeah it takes quite a bit of pre-planning to dig yep. yourself a pit for sure and pour some concrete yeah and their house is on a um on like an incline, you so know, they so they have like, so it, it's pretty easy. It was easy for them to do. Another option for storage is the, uh, the one post, uh, asymmetric style lift. The ones that are That's like, what Art wants, they go against the wall. I know. Yeah. Terrifying to me, yeah. but, uh, I guess if they work, it's they just work, a platform and it raises on a, sounds kind of rad. Yeah, yeah. 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 It takes up very little space. Um, and then he could put a car in the air and drive one underneath, but, mm -hmm. His uh, garage is pretty small. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like really small. It's low ceiling. Yeah. Yep. Lowish ceiling. All right. Um, Chaycor says, if you're going to include some kind of track action into a future Radwood event, what would it be? Sprint, hill climb, class-based racing? So, Chayden, that is really what we wanted to do since the beginning. Um, I think... Honestly, just seeing, like, if you had classes of 80s and 90s race cars and some amazing period, you know, winning cars, and they were just doing hot laps, like time trial stuff, they're not even competitive wheel-to-wheel -wheel yeah. racing, it would be super cool, a la Goodwood, right? Like, Well, that's where the them, hill climb's kind of cool. That's where the hill climb's cool, right? It's it's pretty easy to organize something like that. So hill climb would be really awesome, um, but... For us, like we don't have a lot of hill climb options. Yeah, you need in a venue. So racetrack, but doing hot laps, seeing the carbs start up, you know, rip down the front straight, yeah. um, moving. Breaking. I would say time trial. It'd be cool. To, yeah, time trial. Time you cool. actually time the cars. Time so trial. Even, event. even if they're going slow, it's like a la yeah. a la grid life. Yeah, they have a great time trial series that yeah. they do. I think yeah. time trial is neat. Yeah, it's not. You know, you get into a whole. There's a whole other can of worms when you're doing door to door racing and. Um, yeah, I think a lot of the sort of cool exhibition cars you might draw for a Radwood track event would maybe not want to be wheel to wheel. Mm -hmm. um, so I think a time trial event would work really well. Yeah, It'd and, be, and uh, it puts a spotlight. You could, you could do a show with street cars. You could have the time trial thing happening. It'd be a whole, yeah. whole thing. Stay tuned. There's uh, some stuff in the works regarding That's that. Exciting. Uh, Kellen Patler says, what Radwood era cars had the best graphics packages from the factory? For example, Geo Tracker side scripts or Forerunner hood and Beltline scripts. Right. Uh, Sidewinder GTI, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Just over oh. that right away. <laughs> um, uh, that Nissan pickup truck that was at Morning Motors last time was pretty awesome. 
Yeah. It had some really cool graphics going on the side. Yeah, trucks and SUVs of that era yeah. seemed yeah. to really nail it. Plymouth Arrow the pickup Montero truck. had some cool ones, and Mont- as did the, the early Toyotas. They all did. Yeah, they all had something. Um, Isuzu's had funky, weird little speckled graphics. and. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Nine thirty had that uh, the turbo. Oh, that's that's a really cool graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the turbo written behind the rear fender. I love that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that thing's really cool. Is that just one year thing? Is it like? Is it like? I don't know. Is it like in? Yeah. Dots or is it? No, it's lines. Might be lines on that one. Yeah. Yeah. But was that a just a dealer's like? I don't know what the option could have been a dealer option thing. Yeah. Very cool. It might have been a factory option. And it held up so well. Like all of them that have yeah. that are still in perfect yep. condition. Yeah. So whatever they use was it's it's pretty awesome. Amazing. Uh and then the I always like the close sport graphic too. Yeah. Like on that silver Gens close sport that we borrowed. Very cool. On the inside of the front fender. I love it. So and much. the nine forty four is cool too. The turbo on the front fender. Yeah, that's yep. cool. I will say though, I think Toyota kinda nails it. I they mean, did. Toyota pickups, forerunners, um, yeah. Even like some weird funky Land Cruisers had the, these really weird graphics packages and they changed every six months. I think if you got a Toyota, it was like a different stripe and they yeah, really whatever, leaned whatever, into it. Whatever happened to that? You know, I don't really know. You don't see have people, any manufacturers doing that you stuff. You see people replicate it. Actually, I was just I looking guess at Raptors or yeah, know, yeah but they, like muscle trucks. And yeah. and that's the thing. And we see it now. We're like, that's, that's lame, but it might be cool in 10 years. And I think at the time too, like in I the 90s, know. definitely we were like oh that's kind of lame those graphics uh, too much i mean i guess yeah. i don't know i they, it was a little bit more like geometric i feel like the graphics they apply to these trucks now sort of just look like an affliction t-shirt but 90s were pretty yeah, yeah. 90s were very splashy yeah that's well. true like yes. ford, ford did some questionable splashy ones yeah. on some of the trucks literally splash yeah, yeah. the splash yeah, yeah the ford <laughs> the, splash. What, there's an f-150 flare side that's kind of cool they only didn't there's a ranger splash the night the, the night yeah yeah absolutely I was thinking about the other day because uh, like Ford F-150s and stuff, they still do the big old FX4 and all this stuff. On, mm-hmm. And it's like, we that looks kind of cheesy, like but I wonder four, four, if four, we'll four. like that later on. Uh, by the way, if anyone is restoring a Toyota pickup truck from the Radwood era, do not apply a TRD graphic to uh, the truck. Mm, period. Incorrect. completely horrible. You ruin it for everybody. Don't do it. Was TRD... Uh, a thing at that time? No. Well, at least not the graphics that they're applying. They're putting on the ones that you the see on a modern ones. Tacoma yeah, yeah, yeah. with the little mountain and kind mm-hmm. of tree graphic on a really nicely painted, perfectly restored truck. It mm. looks ridiculous. I just think it's hard to beat that. What is it? Yellow, black, and red on a white. Pretty nice. Yeah, it's good. Pretty nice. It's good. Yeah. Or the like the check mark. Um, kind of gradiated like blue graphic on a white truck it looks really good too uh yeti overland says i saw a chevy aveo with wood trim uh dash kit installed which got me thinking which cars are most deserving and least deserving of a wood trim dash uh anything british and over 20 years old most deserving most Most deserving. deserving yeah i had a new in the box wood kit Plastic, of course, but all wood trim from Honda for a first-gen CRV. Wow. This was uh, back at my old shop that burned down, so it burned in the fire. Oh, that's but sad. But I, I got to imagine that was rare like, and highly collectible. <laughs> right, <laughs> worth all of five dollars. But <laughs> someone out there was like, "Man, if I could just get my hands on that." Yeah. 
Um, I think, I think least, electric cars would. Yeah, wood least trim. deserving. I mean, yeah. least deserving. A lot of new cars have wood trim. Every Tesla. My, uh, my, my Polestar. wife's XC60, yeah, has yeah. that sort of faux wood on the. It's probably real. It might be real. I would think it was. Yeah. I don't know. The Ford F250 outside is definitely fake. Horrible. Yeah. It's like I think there's some real wood, wood and some and some faux because the like the sliding cover for the console is like I'm not sure if that's real. On your like, Volvo? Back. Yeah. Uh, so on Mercedes they are real. Yeah. When they have the the wood on the sliding console, it has those little it definitely has like grain those little the, sections like this big, yeah. like or I'm 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 showing a quarter of an inch. And uh, I've taken them apart, and it's basically like little pieces of wood, yeah. and then they're they're bonded to a piece of like cloth, essentially, and then that's how that's it how that flexes, thing slides. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Swedish Cadillac says. By the way, I really like that uh, that name for some reason. Swedish Cadillac. What is the Swedish Cadillac? A Volvo. Well, I Volvo think is. Cadillac's probably quite prized in sweden like a lot of those at least an older one like a lot of older mm -hmm. domestic here yeah. stuff is quite sure rare it carries there. some yeah. weight no pun intended hey. <laughs> uh i recently got a minty 1986 honda crx all stock with a 70 horsepower carbureted motor and a okay. five-speed should i enjoy it as is or nope. look at doing a b-series 120 horsepower swap Mahalo from Hawaii. Mm. Oh, Shaka, Mahalo. Shaka and why, Shaka. why would you stop at the B-Series? Go for Majalo, my dude. 240 horsepower, huh? Uh, I would keep it stock and enjoy the the uh, quirks. Oh, God. I would, I would swap that thing so fast. CRX. I would swap it, but if it's a really nice car, I would swap it in a way that could be Minty, reversed. All dude, stock. you would yeah, never yeah. reverse it, but I would swap it D-Series all mean, day I, long. Yeah, I mean, I, there, there's like, bolt-in kits, and I would just put, them, put the motor on a stand. Slippery slope. Uh, yeah. But also in, in Hawaii, like, you, you're you not going very far. That's what I'm saying. You still want like, a up little... up to the top of the mountain and back down. Oh, by the way, good luck getting up to the mountain... It's a light it's car. It's light. It's a pretty like what are those things weigh? It's sixteen hundred pounds or something? <laughs> Six hundred pounds. Sixteen hundred. <laughs> Definitely not that light. They're they're very light though. Yeah. Um I don't know. Is, how many minty all stock ones are there? You can go buy one with a That's swap true. already. Yeah. No, and brakes and yeah, seats. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, gonna be all yeah. janky. Like if yeah, you want like I would make it yeah, just swap it. Just swap it. Put ITBs on that thing, man. Swap it. Oh god. <laughs> All right, I'm here for preserving, but these guys it's are... It's a preservation, man. Preservation. Preserve that awful engine with a carburetor. What is that? It's the whole package. Single barrel. Who manufactured this? Is it a Makuni or Probably a Kian on there? I want to know, man. Probably. Let us... Give Makuni. us the deets. Uh, what size is that main jet? Ditto's dad asks, when's the next rally? Ooh-wee. Well, I, I, was, uh, I was thinking about that. I was waiting for Ditto's dad to tell us when it was going to be. <laughs> um, okay, so... I think, and I haven't even told Lane this or Art, but uh, <laughs> December 3rd through the 5th, I think oh, it is. Oh, my birthday. Ah, mahalo. Yeah. All right, so Lane's birthday, Lane's birthday rally is what we'll call it. This last rally was my birthday rally. Yeah. Um, the birthday and, cake rally. But meanwhile, before all that, we will have several uh, half day or full day rallies okay. Uh, okay. locally. So. Way beyond. Stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, mark your calendar first part of December. We're going to risk it with the weather. It worked out last time. You know, we're in a drought. We're just going to try to roll the dice. It's Let's way... just hope we don't have any rain this winter. I was hoping you would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, just those two weeks. I know, week before and a week after, you know? Yeah. I was hoping you would say something like October. Why? 
just because I'm jonesing. I missed the last one. So well, whose fault I got to get some halfies. It's my child's fault. Child. Yeah. I blame my two year old. Damn child. We'll do some halfies <laughs> and some fullies. Ooh, some fullies. Full days. Yeah. 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 But October would be perfect for that. Yeah. 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 We'll call it in a uh, late summer mm. run. Uh, rally from homes. Rally from homes. Um, let's see here. Yeah. We have halfies. We have rally from homes and we have full on rallies. Yes, yes. We're all over the place. Uh, John Rye. Full little thing. John Rye asks, uh, or says, Pikes Peak in Rod Millen's Tacoma or Goodwood in a Porsche Tag Turbo. Mm. Are you choosing to drive or ride along? I'm not riding in anyone's car at Pikes Peak ever. Full stop. Uh, I will gladly drive and ride Goodwood. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not fucking with Pikes Peak, man. Like I know, Pikes Peak's the level of commitment catch. you need and the prep. Well, to set a record, but you could drive the thing without Yeah, but yourself. it seems sketch, dude. Yeah, yeah, the I don't fog wanna, and the I don't want to parade lap it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. I'm driving. I'm definitely driving Pikes Peak. That would mm. be an amazing experience. Mm. Um, Rod Millen's Tacoma would be super gnarly. Uh, and yeah, it got foggy this time, but it was like the worst, Yeah, uh, you know, worst ever. I saw Larry Chen shared a pretty hairy looking Millen save from, yeah. this, from this recent event it today. Bad, though. It looked, I mean, it was terrifying for me, but yeah. normal for him. Totally normal for him. But yeah, that Porsche Tag Turbo is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, the one that yeah. uh, Jethro, was it Jethro Bovington or who was it? I don't know. But he, or Henry Catchpole drove? It's got the F1 engine yeah. in the back of it. Yeah. Really cool. So We saw sick. one at... Uh, you ever feel like you're always uh, mixing... Was that Rensport? Yeah. Yeah. Ever feel like you're always mixing up your British auto journalists? Yes. Is it Catchpole? I don't know is which one Catchpole is. I know which one Catchpole is, but he's yeah. the one that wears um, heel and toe apparel shirts all the time. Yes. Yes. And then Bovington is on the Top Gear USA. Right. Right. Um, but Goodwood, you know, doing the hill climb is pretty benign. It's a very yeah, for sure. mild yeah. experience. Worst case scenario, you're off into a hay bale. Right. Yeah. Or that crazy brick wall thing, the yeah. stone wall. Yeah. But you're, you know, not, you're not going to die. Plus, I feel like the parties at Goodwood are way better. Yes. They've got to be better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Absolutely. Um, but Pikes Peak is kind of an amazing accomplishment. Yes. I would love to attend Pikes Peak and then maybe warm up to the idea of driving on it. But let me, I'll just go look at the mountain first. I feel like I wouldn't, attending Pikes Peak doesn't sound that great. No. I just want to go see the mountain and like go for I a weekend. I think there would be some turns you know? though. If yeah. you set up a little camp and yeah. hung out with your friends for the we day bo- we boys yeah yeah <laughs> be a little kicker we do, uh, do a little uh driving while awesome uh, that'd be fun like a little barbecue like a tiny little hibachi going with some sausages yeah. and camping while awesome perhaps i mean absolutely that would be definitely awesome um taya spaniel says what are your thoughts on costco gas are all top tiers created equal or is Warren's Techron the only way? Just saw gas at $9.99 at Big Sur last week. Woo. That's aye, a Big Sur tax. Aye. That's a Big yeah. Sur gas station. That's right that there, we don't want yeah. you here. Please go home That's tax. That's probably Gorda, and it, it does get real spicy right there. Yeah. It um, was like $8 last year. I, exactly. I'm more of I'm more of a shell man myself. I think I'm, I'm basically like Chevron. top tier yeah. is where I top yeah. tier Delara. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Rod and Shell. Robbie's. Not Rod and Robbie's. Know? Nope. That's not top tier. Uh, <laughs> Costco, are they top tier? So I don't know. Recently, I haven't checked. I don't ever get gas there. But what I heard, this is a long time ago, kind of when Costco gas was a novelty, is that gas would be 
produced at like uh, the Richmond facility for Chevron and it would stay in those storage tanks long enough to where it would gain particulate matter and moisture. At that point, they would sell that gas to these lesser stations. Right. So it's like, like a Costco. Three I quarter of the way to top tier. Yeah. And I did know some people had some bad experiences with Costco gasoline. This is like eight years ago. So I have no idea what is, if it's changed. Maybe they put a little bit of chicken juice in there from the old Kirkland <laughs> signature. I mean, that would create some delicious exhaust smells. <laughs> it would. Um, Toasty. I, you know, I actually uh, I have some relevant experience testing fuel farms, and I will say farms. Yeah, that's what you call them at a at like a so at at a private airport. You have these big in ground tanks. You call them fuel farms. Oh, industry term. I see. I see. But uh, when I was a kid, I worked as a as a line tech at some private airports, and um, you would go out there and and you'd have to stick the the fuel the underground fuel tank for uh you know for volume, and then you'd have to take a test and check it for water content yeah. and particulates and uh definitely over time that the quality degrades and you got to get that stuff out and into planes it'll before still it, uh, yeah it so that's goes, like the highest quality shit, you yeah. need right like because the tolerances for that stuff quite low they're yeah. not they're not messing around but you know to get the old clunker down the road uh at no name gas station it'll work right but over totally. time you're putting gunk in your engine right like yes. that's the that's the thinking so and that's the thing right is the fuel is really uh, uh the top tier fuels are really it's about the detergent package it's about the quality control measures sort of yeah. fuel is fuel and then we went the to additives a, are, are we went to a gas station stuff. in boston sorry to interrupt you but uh it was in uh jamaica what's it called anyways some neighborhood in Boston, and the literally the slogan on the sign was "Gas is gas." No, oh, there you go. Gas is gas. <laughs> anyone listening from Boston, holler. Um, Does anyone actually believe that eighty nine is real? Or you I think you're just getting eighty seven? So mid grade, <laughs> yeah. Mid grade's a weird one. Yeah, I never, I don't quite understand it. I, sometimes I, I've, I've had this notion that it would be maybe funny to camp out at a gas station and see who's, who's <laughs> pumping it. You know, <laughs> who are well, the eighty nine buyers? Who's the mid grade customer? Right, like, do they do it for certain times? Like, are they just the car... like, nah, yeah, get a little extra this time. Bump yeah. it up a couple, a couple points in the octane meter. It's definitely a trippy one. I, I've never quite understood it myself. Maybe Lane's a, maybe Lane's a mid tier. So the nine, does the 944 get mid-grade? 944 gets mid-grade only on, uh, on its birthday. holidays. Yeah. Yeah. I but do. I do um <laughs> I do uh high I do the highest grade. High test. Yeah. I always do. Oh, but but not in like in the Telluride or example. I put like low. Is that thing turbo or NA? No. Nice. It's, it's probably nice. used to it, it's fine so with that. It doesn't I don't think it matters. I don't yeah. think I've had a car that takes less than 91 in like <clears throat> A long time. You've never put 91? No, I, I haven't had a car that doesn't require, doesn't require high octane it. Got for it. quite a while. Yeah, yeah. That makes it easier. Right? Um, Alan Smithy says, I'm a little late to the party, but I just discovered Hyperdrive on Netflix. Have any of you watched it? And if so, <laughs> thoughts? Yeah. I powered through all episodes and now I want more. Yeah. We watched it when it was, or I watched it when it was out. Is that the Koenigsegg? No. No. Thing? It's this weird, like, uh, obstacle course show with weird drifters and yeah it had oh. a what's his name who no, shredder um, shredder field fielding shredder um was like kind of like the guy in the first episode and he he did pretty well and uh we met up with him and he came to radwood austin and we hung out with him a couple was of he times. on the podcast 
He was on the podcast. He was on an episode of the podcast, and yeah. he uh, he also brought some BMX bike yeah. guys to the Radwood. And yeah, he's, he's like super a nice guy, big supporter, and also he was on. And he he teaches drifting at like a some drift schools and stuff like Didn't that. Didn't he join us for our virtual Radwood? Yeah, and he did. He, he was running around that track, yep. and we're in Texas, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we've definitely d- dove into it. I forgot all about the show. I couldn't even remember the name. Yeah, we were it trying was, to think of it. Yeah, it was a it was definitely a fun program. I think it was just the budget was insane, and it probably wasn't worth it for. Didn't them. you say that it was biggest budget of any Netflix I, show that at that was time? Art say said that yeah. I think, but yeah, it was it was crazy. It had to be crazy. They, they used like, the factory out in uh, like the Kodak factory in Rochelle, New York. Yep, and it's like a hundred acre parking lot or something. No, it's not even a part. It's a old streets from this factory. Like it's going through these streets, and they made this like lake, and they have a bridge that like it's it's insane. Yeah, it, it was. It was you should you should check it out, Nick, just to see like yeah, I will. How crazy the think, set was that they Andrew built. Andrew would like this. it. I should. Oh, he would love it. it. He would yeah. love it. Uh, if you're interested, apparently a shredder will sell you a replica of his S14 for 150 k Oh. Six-month lead time. Cool. Uh, Ofooks911 says, are lifted Cayennes played out? What's another 90s or 2000s alternative as a capable overlanding rig? I think no. I actually am quite interested in a Gen 1 Cayenne. Uh, because I'm a dumbass, I would buy a turbo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I want to make an overlandy rig out of Cayennes. I don't think they're played out. I right. mean, I think if you went full, what's that special edition they did? The Siberian. Trans-Siberian. I think if you did, that's played out. Doing a rep of that is whatever. But or there's like so a many, martini or There's so a many great. Golf. I like how it's like a Rothmans. It's popular. But there's so many great liveries to reference if you yeah. wanted to go splashy with mm-hmm. the graphics package or something. And otherwise, it's a super capable off-roader. I think another uh, stealthy option there is the Toreg. Toreg, yeah, which totally. Is, yeah. is a Cayenne, but uh, V10 they made a V10, TDI, baby. V10 diesel, which we had at the shop. Um, we had two of them. So cool. And then, uh, yeah, there's some kind of undercover. It's just a, not a flashy looking rig, right? So yeah. that's a cool option. Um, helps if you can wrench on them because they have a lot of issues. Fully. Yeah, not advisable for a, a non mechanic. But our buddy, uh, you know. Producer John down in Vegas had a really nice one. This is a manual. Yeah. Um, yeah. Killer Cayenne. I think 90s, 2000s, you've got uh, GXs, obviously. That's Lexus a good GX option. Is a really but good it's not one. like those aren't like. They're already lifted, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. a little more adventurous. Um, Super expensive. Um, V8 Forerunner is a good one. <laughs> if you want to get really irresponsible, Audi All Road. Oh, God. Looks great, lifted and kitted out, Probably but the you're going to suffer. Sketchiest you're going to suffer from a mechanical perspective. Yeah. <clears throat> what about anything like um like a Forester or doing something like a cross track or, you know, yeah. but that's a little later. A cross track's later obviously, but uh yeah. for early Forester 5 they series look better as a lowered thing than 535XI yeah. station wagon. Oh, God. <laughs> now we're getting too weird. I've never seen anybody really do an off-roady thing on an X5 probably cuz it's not well equipped for that purpose. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, everything else So you're saying, like, the thing is with a Cayenne is that was, like, the first of those, you know, Mercedes ML, so you can do ML, maybe. ML like, don't But do you know well what I'm saying? Like, it's like these, it was the first of these, like, luxury yeah. off-roader things that were, that were also, like, capable on-road, and they yeah. handled well. Yeah. So that didn't start till the ML, which was, like, the late 90s. So actually, uh, Lexus LX could could look they L- look kind of yeah, cool LX or LX a GX RX should sure. be I mean I'm, sorry RX RX um, yeah RX would be cool RX looks kind of cool I've the seen first a few like, would be kind of neat yeah. uh, oh I've not seen that all wheel yeah, drive that could be cool. yeah 
Um, and they look like an ML. They look very... Let me I, just I just don't know how competent they actually are off-road. It's not no. that great of a... It's not like a Cayenne, which is like... Yeah, that's the thing. The like Cayenne was Cayenne's built like a does tank. does it well. Yeah. yeah um, but the ML was kind of built like a tank, too. They were, were truck-like. Like a poorly assembled tank yeah, from like a, Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. yeah. The thing is yeah. that the Cayenne actually had a really capable off-road, yeah. like, all-wheel drive system. And it was like the way the frame was and everything yep. was like, especially the first gen, it was just built yeah, to like first really be punished off road. I think they took like a thousand pounds out of the car in the, the second, second gen. It, it wasn't it, quite that, but yeah, yeah, it was something crazy, like 800 like pounds. That. Yeah. Uh, because they dialed back and dialed, sort of like yep. off-roadiness. Yep. Let me throw this at you. All-wheel drive Sienna. Our buddy John Bullock. That's a weird edge case. Got a rad Sienna. He lifted it, airbags, all that stuff. Uh, you know, off off-road tires and everything. It looks the huh. part. He says it drives still like, really well. I would like to see that. Um, reliable, fairly capable. I mean, all he's doing is snow and and yeah. fire roads. Like, well, he's not trying to. Yeah, I'll see your Sienna. I'll raise you a Previa. Oh God, good yeah. luck, dude. Every, they, did they make all wheel? Yeah, Previas. Oh, that's yeah, it. supercharged too. Oh. Yeah, get right in there. You can't get the supercharged. Get in there. It's the a super van. Yeah. Super van. Um, all right, I think that's enough for questions. Um, what else you guys got? I went to Mexico. I could talk about that for a second. Oh nice. yeah, car spotting's not great. All of it's like really subtle. It's like uh, weird little cars that you didn't know existed or versions of stuff you don't get here. Yeah. yeah, they do have, and I'll post it on Driving Awesome. I just haven't had a chance, but they have actual Volkswagen Golf-based two-door trucks. Oh wow. That are modern and cool. They also have left-hand drive. So what is it like MQB or whatever the platform is? I like, guess so. Yeah, I can show you a picture, but huh. um, it's called the Robust. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I like and that it's a lot. Also got the little kick. It's uh, not called the Robusto. No, it has a little kick panel to climb in. It's the got bed. the little spot to put your foot like to get in the back. Yeah. yeah, and then left-hand drive uh, Toyota Hiace versions of that van, like big, you know, like Sprinter-style vans. Uh, Toyota built newer modern vans that must just not pass emissions and or safety. I mean, mm. I think emissions is probably the thing, right? Because yeah. they just, they don't care. And they're not for sale here, but they do. Is that something you could like Montana plate? Yeah. Left hand drive. I would guess. Left hand drive Toyota van that's like pretty well, awesome. No, not. Option. It would have to be 25 years old, right? Oh, that's All true. Right. Yeah. But that does exist. There yeah. are those vans that are pretty old now. Yeah. I mean, that would be a 90s, yeah. 96, 97. Um, so anyways, there was a lot of that kind of stuff. And then the odd, like, crazy AMG, you know, G-Wagon or, um, you know, a lot of new, like, modern some camping nice awesome SUV type stuff. stuff. Yeah. Like Overlandy. Or yeah, like adventure some crazy, rigs. like, yeah. you know. Baja truck rigs, but um, the one weird thing. Okay, so two things about driving there. It, if you've been to Mexico, I mean, this is my ninth time or something. I was trying to count, but so a lot of driving in Mexico is very free. Like you can do whatever yeah. you want. There's not a lot of rules, but um, they have unmarked speed bumps in places that are like like on an on ramp. Oh shit! They just like we'll have a speed bump. And the on-ramps are like, there's no safe merge zone. It's just like the, the on-ramp <laughs> comes to the highway and you just have to be like, fuck, just merge, it. Just merge now. Um, no one wears seatbelts. It's an interesting thing. And uh, Do they every, like delete them from the cars or they just... No, just don't need them. Hmm. And then uh, every cab we went in, they were manual transmissions, which is cool. Uh, 
in third gear at like 14 miles an hour. Oh, wow. They love the shit out of the cars. Huh. Huh. I mean, second gear, walking pace. He's in second gear already. Third gear, we're barely moving. It's just like like trying to conserve fuel or something? I think that's their thinking, and I just want to tell them. It's not not working. Yeah. Yeah. No. They all did it. So it must be something that they've just learned. They basically have it in the lowest RPM feasible yeah, that, before that it still dies. power the car yeah it's like driving so they're, they're a, driving at idle like driving speed. a diesel it, exactly it was weird and tom and i got out of one cab because i was with tom who's a big car guy and we're like what the fuck was that <laughs> he's like i know it's crazy so uh we had a cadillac escalade first gen don't be jealous um yeah. white with gold oh, the package, pearl, pearlescent white pinstripes mm. and in the back like hand-painted arizona edition Wait, you had this? Tom, you Tom has it parked down there. It's his car. Yeah, and he has a oh, CLK okay. 500 in the garage too. So a white, they're both white. And <laughs> we didn't get the Mercedes, thank God. It would have been a little too uh, flamboyant, I think, uh, on our trip. But yeah. um, also the roads, there's huge dips and yeah. know, bumps and stuff. It's nice to be in an SUV for sure. So um, I did a little riding dirty. It was fun. Nice. It's good times. Yeah. But good trip. Super rad. Cabo is awesome. And then we had a tropical storm skirt by us on the last day, which was cool because it only rains there like 10 days a year. Mm. We got to see it like pouring rain for a little bit. So kind of nice. cool. Yeah. It's still I, 80 degrees, but. I miss yeah. the pouring rain. Yeah. It's not something we get here. No, not very often. It's been a while. Yeah. Not, especially not December 3rd <laughs> through the 5th. We, we used to get pouring clear rain. Skies. Yeah. We used to have it where it rained like several days in a row. Yeah. We might do that. We'll see. If you ever want it to rain, just plan a rally or a wedding. Yeah, yeah, for it'll sure. Pour. It'll happen, dude. Yeah. Um, I did watch, I tried to watch the hill climb. You know, so uh, don't talk about it. No, we can talk about, no, sorry. Sorry, I'm not talking about the hill climb. Mm. I, would, I, I watched part of the um, Pikes Peak hill climb. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Got it. Um, and I tried to watch it, so it was like live. You could watch it on the Pikes Peak feed or whatever. And it was Jared, da, 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 who does the Formula Drift? Oh, it was Deanda? Yeah, Deanda. Nice. Jared is such a nice dude, by the way. Is he? Yeah. He's I've never just met just him. like salt of the earth. Um, I've never guy. met him, but him and Ty, uh, and um, Tanner Faust. Yeah, I were, saw Tanner was out there with something. We're reporting yeah. on it, and not their fault, but it was horrible. Really? There was, it. they just have a, they have a camera on the start line, and they're just, and by the way, the footage is just, it always says up next. It actually doesn't say who you're looking at. It just says up next. So you have no idea who you're looking at. It just says up next. Tanner Faust just kept thinking that the person there was the person that said up next. And then they would have, there was this whole, oh no, that's actually next. This is so-and-so. There's no way we could tell who was there. And then there was like four other camera shots they would show once every minute or so four camera shots of just a car like flying by and yeah. like shitty resolution without really any context with yeah and that was it and then when someone would cross the line or like a little after they'd be like oh get the timing like what's his name you know um whoever Pat, yeah rob Nolan crossed the line he's slower than dayo shahara or something and that was the so the whole thing was this them being like yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> it, it was just like banter. It was like a yeah, podcast, basically. Yeah. Tough race to announce. I mean, I really bad. I yeah, feel like maybe in other, and I haven't watched the f- coverage closely, but I would hope that in a clear skies 
environment they're running some drones and stuff that maybe maybe could, maybe they could pick some footage up and then you would also like but yeah hard ways and, to shoot right yeah <clears throat> try and look up like what the times were or who won or anything hmm. yeah i don't yeah. know there's a lot of classes too which makes it confusing as well yeah. right there's like Open wheel, experimental, uh, stock. I mean, really, what you want is the in car. Like the in car footage is the most yeah. exciting thing. Yeah, uh, maybe it's really good drones or helicopters. Yeah, good drones shots, would definitely. Yeah, but and I think with probably bad weather, was impossible for helis to was, fly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they weren't going up, so that made it tough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I saw Matt Farrow was there, and yeah. uh, Zach mm-hmm. were doing some other live podcasting or interviews. I guess they were hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, they were looking at a Ford Lightning or something. They had a Ford Lightning. That's cool. I yeah. haven't seen one yet. I didn't yeah, know they were out. Actually, yeah. Although Actually, I, I saw that, I think they were hanging on the triple zero pits, and yeah. I think that car won its class, if I'm not ah. mistaken. Yeah. Cool. Who drove that? Yeah. Not anybody that we know that was driving a Porsche gotcha. on the mountain that weekend. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, the ID Buzz electric van uh, halted production because of battery issues from a supplier. Oh, oh, really? They just started in June, like early this oh, month. Oh man! And uh, they already had to stop because of. Some issue, so like a like a quality some control of the cells, issue. With some the of the cells batteries? were not uh, up to par mm-hmm. in the battery packs, mm-hmm. and they said that the earliest ones were a different supplier and they're fine. But Man, it's kind of like that's kind of that what they would say, right? How long like, has yeah. that been like waiting to come to market? So I feel like I saw the the I saw the, the <laughs> twenty years they had like dude. a promo car. It's been like fifteen years on the years. streets in Venice in like twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen that I saw. Oh yeah, but they had had like. Yeah. It, it felt like it was eminent then. Like, oh, it's probably yeah. coming to production. Cars soon. That, was four that years design ago. concept was 20 years ago. Yeah. More and more. And it's not great. I, I'm, yeah, I'll reserve full judgment until mm. I see it. Might be you're, not very, place, you're not placing your pre order? No. It might be a super practical package, though. I just got to see it in person. Especially being electric. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Mm. Good little could box. Be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Little box. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. They went all the way back to like doing a homage to the original buses. As when, opposed to Vanagon or something? Yeah, when do we get like a new Vanagon? It's because they've been teasing this and they they never did Since it. Since the so Vanagon was in production. No, literally like <laughs> yeah. when the Vanagon was in production, they were yeah. teasing it. Yeah. And uh, they just had to do it. But I do agree like the Vanagon play would probably be the better solution so, yeah, right now. Yeah, it'd be now. so good. Because yep. you're, you're, you're reaching like... Um, our generation, it's the Radwood era rather than like the boomers all, that are all dead since they were, they've all passed away after they got excited about the the van. Yeah. And then they all died from old age. Yeah, exactly. And now they can't have it. Yeah, yeah they probably got a pre-order list that's full of, uh, <laughs> full of the deceased. <laughs> yeah. Like this, this van should have come out when the bug came out, when the new bug came out, new beetle. Yeah, exactly. With the flower and the dash. 100%. You know, kind of that was the time to do it. Yeah. That was just when they were empty nesters. Yes. And now they can have a little expendable income. Yeah. But now they're in they're in retirement yeah, homes. Yeah, they're not buying new and vans. They've got, a, they've got a someone changing their diaper. Yeah, and why do they need a van? An electric van? Yeah. What Maybe the retirement home by the van. Shuttle people to the shuffleboard Nick, courts. How dare you? How dare you? You don't like anything you just said. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you guys ready for some trivia? Yeah, let's do it. Um, when I was in Mexico, there's uh, some wildlife sightings that were happening. Oh, cool. And this is Once a upon a time podcast. in Mexico. Uh-huh. Uh, iguanas. Mm-hmm. Big spiders. Lane. Great. Um, <laughs> oh, we, we had a spider incident this earlier today, and I, yeah, I can tell you, Lane scary. is not a, not a fan. It was a Japanese spider. <laughs> you know 
Yeah, it was a JDM spider. <laughs> <laughs> Hop, hopped off Art's motor. Dude, it was it's very it was very polite. High pitched. Yeah. Um so anyways, one of the things we saw was a frigate. A frigate bird. Are you guys familiar with what a frigate? The f- a frigate? That's what They're... the uh fast ships are named after. Um mm. very sleek looking bird, beautiful. That's yeah, a um, big ass bird of the sea. Very cool, slender, sleek, um, interesting bird. And uh so I've seen them there before. And, and how fast do they go? Super interesting. Um, I don't know how fast they go. They have a big, weird... Uh, However... Um, big wingspan? They have a very big wingspan. They're actually the largest wingspan to body ratio. Small Whoa. body, big wings. Oh, okay. Um, and very everything looks fast about them, like yeah. fast and sleek and aerodynamic. Like a greyhound. They're very cool. Greyhound yeah. of the sea is what they call exactly. them. Exactly. Um, <laughs> they do spend a lot of time at, at sea. Um, how long has the longest uh, in-flight time been recorded of a frigate bird? Like, wait, this wait, is like, like... What duration? Without pumping or whatever? No, without landing. Oh, remember you did that one of the not, gliding? Not gliding time. That's, yeah, that was like... Remember Condor. how gnarly that was? Yeah. Condor, no, I don't, actually. Condor, I don't either, but it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, All right, so gnarly. this is... This is uh, how long has a frigate bird been in flight without touching... Yeah, without coming earth. to rest or landing. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm going to say like um, 45 does, days. Does it count if they land on a piece of flotsam? Yeah, that that would be sea? stopping and landing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go 23 days. 23 days. Okay. And 11 hours. 23, day, 23 days without landing. I said 45 days. 45 days. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One great frigate bird being tracked by satellite in the Indian Ocean like stayed aloft for days. two months. Okay. And oh, oh well, you're 60. close, dude. Pretty close. You're close. See, uh, he's hard to read, right? You're like... I know. He's, yeah. he's good at this. And yeah. how old do frigate birds... Live? Oh, probably like a thousand. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't move; they're yeah, just floating. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they're also called the uh, Highlander bird. They pro- now this is you know we don't know for sure, but this is one that was uh, observed. Yeah, they yeah. knew the age of it. I wonder if, if I want. I never know which way Warren's going with this. You know, I'm gonna say forty days, years, years. I'm gonna say. 30 years. Nick wins 44 oh, years of age. Wow. Redemption. And well, maybe longer. the first one. The average, it says they're 37 years and one was at least wow. 44 years of age. Wow. Old frigate birds. Well, because they're, yeah. they're conserving their energy, just uh, cruising the I skies. I guess so. Yeah. All yeah. The, that takes some energy. That big wingspan. Though. They're very cool. If you see one in person, I took a they video. Got like a, they got, I just Googled them. They've got a big, I didn't look up that fact, but I looked at images. They've got a big. Uh, sure didn't well, that's that that's big for red. mating. But see this, yeah. just that that shape is yeah. very cool. Yeah. Whoa, those are pretty looks grand. Like a bat. Looks like a bat a silhouette, dude. you know, the long slender yeah. wings. Yeah, yeah, that looks, very interesting. Looks I have like a frigate, a fast ass bird. I have yeah. a frigate look at that feather. Ta- look at the the feet. Fork the forked tail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also says that their feet or their oh, legs a, are very a, short. V tail, like a Beechcraft bonanza. Yes. And their huh. feet are very short. Legs are short because uh, they don't spend oh. any time on land. Like, and they uh, get really sexy with that, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little gizzard. Yeah. 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 That's nice. hot. Looks like we old apple. All right. That's podcast. Later. See ya.